We bless the Lord for all those who have called in today, who have logged in to Hotline to Heaven. I welcome you in the name of our risen Savior, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the soon coming King, who has given you the grace to call in today. We are about to praise his name and worship him and bless him and offer him the fruit of our lips and then begin to pray. And so I receive for you, even as we speak, the garment of praise and the spirit of prayer. May you be strengthened in your inner man, wherever you are, under the sound of my voice. Be strengthened physically, mentally, emotionally, and in your inner man. Be strengthened in the name of Jesus. I receive grace upon your life right now to be able to bless God regardless of your situation and circumstance, to be able to praise God and to be able to pray. Receive right now the ability, receive the infusion of the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to connect with the Almighty God today. And with all the saints of God all over the world who are under the sound of my voice right now. Psalm 150 verse 6 says, Psalm 150 verse 6 says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. If you have breath in you, you are instructed by the word of God to praise God. Hebrews 13 Verse 15, Hebrews 13, verse 15, encourages us and says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. Glory be to God. Uh, I want to share very quickly with you something about praise so that you can praise him with the right motive and having the right perspective. Anytime you talk about praise, uh, anytime you talk about sacrifice, actually when you talk about sacrifice, uh, you're always thinking of suffering something at a great cost to yourself. Anytime you think of sacrificing something, uh, it always comes at a cost, and you're always thinking that you are doing something that is costing you uh, something. Uh, when you think about praise, on the other hand, uh, praise is a joyful thing. You are happy. Uh, you are, you are, your, 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 your heart is bubbling with joy. Uh, you know. So when the Bible now says that we should offer a sacrifice of praise, what does it mean in Hebrews thirteen fifteen? It means your praise must cost you something. Because ordinarily praise doesn't cost you anything. You praise your dogs, you praise your children, you praise your spouse, you praise people for a job well done. Uh, but then the Bible says we should offer sacrifice of praise. In other words, 
you need to praise God. We need to be able to praise God, not because he has blessed us, and we are telling him, oh, daddy, you've done a good job. You know, we need to praise you. You've been nice to us. You've been good to us. No, not because he has helped us, not because he has protected us, and not because we feel generous towards God. Uh, that is all right. It is good to praise God for the things that he has done. But the Bible says, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. In other words, it's not enough to be able to sing and worship and talk about how great God is when everything is going well with you. That kind of praise is okay, but that is not what the Bible is talking about. Anybody can do that. Hebrews thirteen fifteen says, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. In other words, when that medical report comes back positive, and you have prayed and prayed and prayed, and yet the doctor says, well, it's still there. When your spouse wants to divorce, and you have prayed and fasted, and he or she is still insisting. When that child is going wayward, and you have prayed and prayed, but the rebellious spirit is still oppressing that child. When you are about to lose your home, when you are about to be evicted, when the loan company calls you and demands their money, that time, brethren, God will seem far away. And I tell you, your flesh does not want to praise God at all. Your heart is not bubbling up with joy. No, 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 no. See, because you really can't see with your eyes the goodness of the Lord. You can't see what God has done that is good because everything that is happening around you, they are all screaming that God has forgotten you. And it is exactly at that point that the Bible is saying, offer sacrifice of praise. When you offer sacrifice of praise to God, it means you are showing the Father that, Lord, I love you regardless of what I'm going through. I trust you regardless of my circumstances. I come, I lay myself before your altar. And I declare, O oh God, that you are still good and you can be trusted. Brethren, when you do this, I tell you, this is the kind of praise that storms heaven. This is the kind of praise that God rewards so mightily. And so today, I want you to join me. Let's lift up our voice and offer sacrifices of praise to the Almighty God, not just uh, based on our opinion of His performance, but rather because we are saying, Lord, You are good. Lord, You can be trusted. Lord, You are great. You are wonderful. In good times, You are wonderful. In not so great times because of challenges of life, You are still wonderful. Blessed be Your holy name. Uh, this kind of praise comes from a humble heart. It comes from a purified heart. 
And so, I want you to lift up your voice right now and join the saints of God all over the world and begin to fulfill Psalm 51, verse 16 and 17 that says, You do not delight, that God does not delight in sacrifice, or we will bring it. He does not delight, he does not take pleasure in burnt offerings, but my sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. God will not despise. Is there someone listening to me today with a contrite heart? Is there someone listening to me today with a humble spirit? Now begin to praise him for who he is. Begin to bless his name. Begin to bless his name. Begin to bless his name. Let's offer continually. Through Jesus Christ, our sacrifice of praise to the Father. Uh, the Hebrew word Yoda, it means praise, give thanks, confess. In the Old Testament, they use the word Zama, which means to sing praise. Another word is Halal, where we have the root word for hallelujah, which means praise. Praise God, honor God. Let's lift up our voice now and begin to praise him. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. Almighty Father, King of creation, you are worthy to be praised. Sing to him. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. Almighty Father, King of creation, you are worthy to be praised. He is worthy of our praise. Yes, he's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. Almighty Father, King of creation, you are worthy of our praise. Oh, bless him. He is worthy of your praise. He is worthy of your praise. Almighty Father, King of creation, you are worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our praise. Lord, we praise you today. Daddy, we bless your name. We give you praise. We worship you. King of kings, Lord of lords, the blessed God the one and only true and living God, the beginning, the ending, the Alpha and the Omega, the horn of our salvation, the lifter up of our head, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. We lift you up today. We praise your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. We bring our thanks to you today. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah to you, Lord. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will exalt your name more than wine. Draw me after you and let us run together. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will rejoice in you and be glad. I will exalt your name more than wine. Draw me after you and let us run together. I will rejoice 
In you I'm be glad. It is Jesus that's in my heart. It is Jesus that's in my heart. It is Jesus that's in my heart. Jesus, the Son of God. It is Jesus that's in my heart. It is Jesus that's in my heart. It is Jesus that's in my heart. Jesus, the Son of God. And so we will rejoice in you and be glad. We will exalt your name more than wine. Draw us after you and let us run together. We will rejoice in you and be glad. Bless him, bless him, bless him. What a mighty God. What a wonderful Savior. What a loving Father. Blessed be your holy name, sweet Jehovah. Blessed be your holy name, almighty God. Hallelujah to you, Lord. We bless your holy name. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 9. I will read Psalm 9. It says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth. I will recount and tell aloud all your marvelous works and wonderful deeds. Is there someone who wants to praise God, who wants to tell aloud his wonderful works and marvelous deeds, go ahead and do that and begin to tell him how good he has been, how wonderful he is. Oh, verse 2 says, I will rejoice in you and be in high spirits. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Today you will rejoice in the Lord and you will be in high spirits. Regardless of what you are going through right now, I prophesy to you in the name of the risen Lord that the spirit of the living God will quicken your mortal body and you will begin to rejoice in the Lord. I bind every spirit of sorrow and despair. I bind you. I render you powerless over God's people right now. I release in the name of Jesus even the spirit of rejoicing. Glory be to God. I will rejoice in you and be in high spirits. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Verse 3 says, When my enemies turn back, they stumbled and perished before you. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sat on the throne judging righteously. Is there someone listening to me? God has maintained your right and your cause. So don't fight your battle yourself. Be still and know that he is God. He has maintained, he is maintaining, he will continue to maintain your right and your cause. Glory be to his holy name. Uh, because he's the one who sits on the throne judging righteously. Verse 5. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy have been cut off and have vanished in everlasting ruins. You have plucked up and overthrown their cities. The very memory of them has perished and vanished. Verse 7. But the Lord shall remain and continue forever. He has prepared and established his throne for judgment. And he will judge the world in righteousness. He will minister justice 
to the peoples in uprightness. Verse 9. The Lord also will be a refuge and a high tower for the oppressed. Is there someone who is oppressed listening to me? The Lord is your refuge. The Lord is your high tower. A refuge and a stronghold in times of trouble. Ah, is there someone going through trouble? Is there someone going through desperation? The Lord is your refuge and a stronghold. Hold on to him today in the name of the Lord and stand right now, even on Psalm 9, verse 15, that the Lord, uh, verse, 13, uh, verse 12, that the Lord God Almighty, he will avenge, he will avenge for you. He will avenge for you and he is your strength, he is your refuge, and he is there for you. Verse 10. And they who know your name, who have experienced an acquaintance with, with your mercy, will lean on and confidently put their trust in you. Is there someone who names of the Lord? You will lean on him today. Uh, the Bible says that he has not forsaken those who seek him. God has not forsaken you as you are listening to me and it appears or it seems that God is far away from you. No, he's not. He has not forsaken you. Heaven may seem silent. Heaven is not silent on your case. Believe me. Trust me. Just like a computer that is walking inside and you really can't see all the things going on inside of the computer, but eventually your screen is going to come on and you are going to see what you have programmed inside. Glory be to God. God is not about to disappoint you. God is on your side because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be his holy name. Verse 11. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. For he who avenges the blood of his people shed unjustly remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Is there someone who is afflicted? Are you afflicted in your body? Are you afflicted in your marriage? Are you afflicted in your business? The word of God says that God does not forget the cry of the afflicted. When the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they were being arrested and bound by chains, it appeared that heaven was silent. When they threw them into the fire, it appeared that heaven was silent. But you know what? God showed up for them. He showed up. When they arrested Daniel, it appeared that heaven was silent. They dragged him to the lion's den. It appeared that heaven was silent. They threw him into the den. It appeared that heaven was silent. But as, as soon as he reached the bottom of the den, with the, with the lions, God showed up for him. God is going to show up for you today, brother. God is going to show up for you today, sister. It seems that heaven is silent. It seems that God has forgotten you, but it is a lie of the devil. He will never forget those who are afflicted who cry to him. Because you are going to cry to him again today. Verse 13. Have mercy upon me and be gracious to me. O Lord, consider how I am afflicted by those who hate me. 
You who lift me up from the gates of death, glory be to God, the same God who delivered you by saving your soul from eternal death, who delivered you from the gates of death, he is still alive and is still on his throne and he will yet have mercy upon us today. He will yet be gracious unto us today. Oh yes, oh yes, he will yet be gracious unto us today. Glory be to God. Verse 14, that I may show forth, recount, and tell aloud all your praises. In the gates of the daughters of Zion, I will rejoice in your salvation and your saving help. Somebody today is going to rejoice in the saving help of God. If you are that person, say amen where you are. You are going to rejoice. Before you go to bed today, you will rejoice in the saving help of God. While you are out today, you will rejoice in the saving help of God. Oh, yes, you will rejoice. Your children will rejoice in the saving help of the Almighty God. Hallelujah, 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 glory be to God, glory be to God, glory be to God, hallelujah, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, thank you Father, thank you Father, thank you Father, there's someone hearing me, there's someone listening to me, the Lord says you have difficulty in swallowing, you have difficulty in swallowing, uh, your swallowing is accompanied with pain and discomfort. I want you to put your hand right now because God is about to heal you right away. Right away. Instant healing right away. Put your hand right there right now. Put your hand on your neck, on your throat, and say with me, Lord, I thank you for seeing me right now where I am. I thank you for knowing that my throat hurts. I thank you that Jesus Christ has already paid the price for this infirmity. And now I claim the sacrifice that Jesus has made for me concerning my healing. And by his stripes, I am already healed. And now in the name of Jesus, I command you throat. Hear the word of the Lord. Himself took my infirmities and bore my diseases. And therefore, I should not have you again. I should not bear this infirmity again. I should not bear this disease again. And so, spirit of infirmity, I bind you. I command you, lose your hold from my throat. Lose your hold right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing me, Father. I give you praise. Now go and get some water and gulp down seven times. Seven is the number of perfection. Gulp down water seven times. At the seventh time, you will discover that every single pain is gone, never to return. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to his holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Brethren, I thank God for you that you called in today because you are going to pray some very, very serious prayers today. That is why I really thank God that his grace has enabled you to call in.
the first attack that came upon the people of Israel on their way to the promised land after leaving Egypt was from the descendants of Esau, Amalek, the Amalekites. Amalek was the grandson of Israel, and they were occupying the place through which Israel must pass in order to get to the promised land. And that attack in the Bible, if you go and read the book of Exodus chapter 17, just go and read it there. That attack, there are some things about that attack that God has allowed us to know about so that we can relate with them in our own lives and so that we can take care of them in the place of prayer. Amalek came, the people of Amalek came at a time when the people of Israel never expected an attack. They were in Rephidim, they were just resting. They never expected anybody to attack them. The attack was sudden. The attack was sudden. Brethren, when an attack is sudden, when it takes you by surprise, ah, it takes some time before you gather yourself together, before you can respond. Sometimes it is too late to respond effectively. And so that attack takes the better of one. So the attack on Israel was sudden. It was an attack by surprise. You can relate with that. Someone who has been in good health, all of a sudden receives a report from the doctor, an evil diagnosis, saying that you have this disease or you have that disease. And you begin to wonder, where is it coming from? Where did this come from? It was sudden. There were no symptoms. You never knew you had it. Everything was going well with your body. I mean, you, you were on top of the world. And then all of a sudden, from nowhere, the attack came. The doctor said, you have this disease. Maybe you have been having a wonderful time in your workplace. And everything is going on well. Your boss loves you. Your colleagues are in love with you. Everybody just wants you and loves you. From nowhere, they told you that you must go. That they don't need your services anymore. It was a, a sudden attack. Sudden. You, were, you did not see it coming. I mean, you have even planned your budget for the next one year. Depending on that job, and all of a sudden, they tell you you've got to go. Maybe financially, God has been good to you, and everything has been stable, and all of a sudden, from nowhere, you suffer a sudden financial attack through some financial trouble. Maybe IRS begins to make problems with you. Maybe your business associate takes you to court for something that is not your fault. And the lawyers are just taking away your money. Financial, sudden financial trouble. Maybe all of a sudden, 
You have been thinking everything is all right with your family, with your wife, with your husband. And all of a sudden, things begin to change. And you don't know where these things are coming from. Before you knew it, they said they want divorce. Sudden. You have a child who has been doing great. All of a sudden, he begins to act up. She begins to act up. Rebellion takes over. Sudden. That's the first prayer you are going to pray today. There are so many other ones we are going to take during the course of this week. But the one we are going to deal with today, if we can go further, I will take more. But let's start with this one. Sudden attacks. Sudden attacks or foreseen attacks. So lift up your voice with me today and say, Father, shield me from sudden attacks. Prayer. Father, shield me from sudden attacks. Oh, yes. Father, shield my body from sudden attacks. Shield my marriage from sudden attacks. Shield my church from sudden attacks. Oh, God. Shield me. Shield my spouse from sudden attacks. Shield our family, oh God, from sudden attacks, unforeseen attacks. Oh, yes, shield my pastors, oh God. Shield my parents, oh God. Shield my children, oh God, from unforeseen, sudden attacks. Prayer. Prayer. Financial trouble, sudden attack on your finances. Father, shield me from it. Shield me from it. Shield my business from it. Shield my home from it. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, you said as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem. Oh, so have you surrounded me, oh God, with your love, with your favor. Oh, Father, shield me. Shield me from sudden attacks. Let your power, let your glory, let the anointing, oh God, form a wall of fire round about me and my family. Shield us, oh God, from sudden attacks. Prayer. Oh, yes, my Father, my God, shield me from sudden attacks. Daddy, shield me from sudden attacks, unforeseen attacks. Father, you know all things. You are the omniscient God before the foundation of the world. You know the attacks that the enemy will bring my way. You know all the sudden attacks that the enemy has planned and purposed. You know, oh God, when they are about to occur. You know when the enemy will launch them. But Father, I thank you because you have given me the power of prayer. I thank you because you have given me the power of praise. I thank you for hotline to heaven that you have established to help me so that I can deal with sudden attacks in the place of prayer by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the blood of Jesus. And so, Father God, I plead the blood. I plead the blood of the Lamb over myself, over my family, over my home, over my job, over my business. Oh, my Father, my God, shield me from sudden attacks. Shield my children. Shield my business. Shield my spouse. Shield my marriage, oh God, from sudden attacks. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, let your protective wall of fire 
Surround me day and night, my Father, my God. Let your protective wall of fire surround my family, surround my home, surround our church, surround God's people, as many as are under the sound of my voice today. My Father, my God, oh yes, Lord, let your protective wall of fire surround us, oh God. Shield us from sudden attacks. Shield us from sudden attacks. Fortify our bodies against the sudden attack of the enemy. Fortify our bodies, O oh God. Fortify our bodies. Fortify our inner man. Fortify our mind. Fortify our spirit against sudden attacks. Against sudden attacks. Against sudden attacks. In the name of Jesus, every such attack that the enemy has launched, every such attack, O oh God, that has been released by the Prince of Darkness, Father, we stand delivered from them this day. We stand delivered from them this day. We stand delivered from them this day. We stand rescued from them this day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we decree, O oh God, that this attack shall have no power. This attack shall have no effect over us. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, you said you have given us power over all of the powers of the enemy. Therefore, the power behind this attack, we have power over you. Jesus has given us power over you. And we wield that power today, as many as are under the sound of my voice. Daddy, your word says that one shall chase a thousand. Two shall put ten thousand to flight. Every demonic agent, every demonic agent on assignment to attack today, oh God, as many as are on this hotline to heaven, oh, almighty God, we put them to flight right now. In the name of Jesus, we put them to flight right now. We command you to lose your hold from God's people. In the name of Jesus, lose your hold right now. Be tormented by the angels of God right now. Be tormented by the angels of God right now. Every attacking demonic agent, every attacking spirit, be attacked by the angels of the Almighty God. Be attacked by the angels of the Almighty God. Every minister of destruction, we decree the ministry of destruction upon you right now. Every minister of destruction, we decree the ministry of destruction upon you right now. Prayer! Yes, Lord, we decree ministry of destruction to every minister of destruction in our lives. Every minister of attack be attacked. Every minister of attack be attacked. Every minister of attack be attacked. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I feel the anointing of God here. Oh, my God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is someone listening to me. The Lord said, I should tell you, 
that he has moved upon the heart of the fellow that you have been afraid of. He has moved upon the heart of that person so you don't have to worry yourself again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So expect a change in that person that you have been thinking about. Thank you, Lord. Brethren, the attack of Amalek was not only sudden. That attack was unprovoked. It was unprovoked because the people of Israel did not attack Amalek. The people of Israel did not plan to attack Amalek. And yet the Amalekites, they gathered themselves, they planned it, and they came after the people of God. It was an unprovoked attack. Is there someone listening to me right now? Who is being attacked without provocation? You are doing your own thing quietly in your corner, but because they don't like your face, because they don't like the color of your skin, because they don't like how your name sounds, because they don't like to see the glory of God upon your life, because God has given you the spirit of excellence and you have been operating in excellence in your workplace and people are now jealous. Uh, maybe because the boss is disposed towards you favorably and now jealousy has come upon the people. You have not provoked them. You have helped them. You have loved them. You have been good to them, and yet they are attacking you. The attack is unprovoked. Maybe it's even your spouse, and you are doing everything in your power to please your spouse, and yet your spouse is attacking you. I don't know who is attacking you now under the sound of my voice, and that attack is unprovoked. You are going to pray. Your prayer is going to be twofold. 